in this bulletin. The Health Minister hopeful COVID-19 testing requirements for travellers from China will be temporary. Thousands attend the late Pope Benedict XVI's funeral. And in sport, Australia gives a commanding second-day test performance against South Africa. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Sunil Awasti. Health Minister Mark Butler says new COVID-19 testing requirements for travellers from China are so far being complied with and hopes the measures will only be temporary. The measures, which came in yesterday, require a negative COVID-19 test within 48 hours of departure from China, Hong Kong and Macau. Mr Butler has thanked travellers for their cooperation, saying it's just a modest requirement which has been implemented by many countries. He wants China to share more information with the rest of the world. This is what governments, including Australia are calling for. This is why we've put in place uh, these modest measures, sensible measures out out of an abundance and caution. And this is why you've seen very strong language from the World Health Organization, not just once, but on two occasions now over the last five days. China has defended itself against criticism of its handling of the ongoing COVID-19 crisis. This comes after the World Health Organization accused the Chinese government of under-reporting the number of virus deaths and hospital admissions they were enduring. China's Foreign Ministry spokesman Mao Ning has told press in Beijing that China has transparently and quickly shared COVID data with the WHO and that it hopes the UN Health Agency will uphold a scientific, objective and impartial position. The latest wave follows China scrapping its stringent COVID controls last month, abandoning a policy that had shielded its 1.4 billion population from the virus for three years. Helicopters have been plucking anxious residents from a small Indigenous community amidst Western Australia's worst flooding on record. The Fitzroy River has peaked at 15.81 metres in Fitzroy Crossing, smashing previous records as it bore down on the tiny outstation community of Nukenbar. The state's Minister for Emergency Services, Stephen Dawson, says the weather event, which has cut off several towns across the Kimberley region, is unprecedented. People in the Kimberley are experiencing a one in 100 year flood event, the worst flooding Western Australia has ever seen. This situation is still changing and is proving to be extremely challenging for residents in the region. Approximately 60,000 cubic metres of water per second is flowing down the Fitzroy River, expected to create a 50 kilometre wide inland sea across the floodplain. The federal government's new billion-dollar military investment has been criticised by a former Department of Defence official. The new $1 to $2 billion scheme will acquire advanced missile and rocket systems, including the HIMARS, which Ukraine has used extensively in its conflict in Russia. The HIMARS systems will advance the military's land strike range from approximately 30 kilometres to an excess of 499 kilometres. But Cheryl Durant, the former Director of Preparedness and Mobilisation in the Australian Department of Defence, claims that these systems are not worth the money given the limited effectiveness they can offer an island nation. This is something difficult to use in defence of Australia, which would really only be um, hitting its pay dirt if an adversary is landing in Australia, which means that our Air Force and the Navy potentially is already defeated, in which case we're probably not in a good state, or as part of a wider coalition fighting a land-based war similar to Ukraine. And hopefully if we, we really want to spend money avoiding that happening in the first place. 
Australia's population is set to reduce within a decade. New government population data shows that the pandemic has significantly impacted the country's population, mostly due to border issues limiting overseas migration. As in other developed countries, the number of babies born in Australia is reducing and people are living longer thanks to modern medicine and healthier lifestyles. The data shows the median age growing from 38.4 years to more than 40 within a decade. As people live longer, they will need more health care and other government services, which will strain the economy and make it harder for the government to balance the budget. Tens of thousands of mourners have poured into St Peter's Square for the funeral of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. Police have estimated that more than 100,000 people were to attend the services in Vatican City, presided over by Benedict's successor, Pope Francis. The Vatican attempted to honour the late pontiff's last wishes with a simple, sombre and sober ceremony. Clergy from around the world, a handful of heads of state and thousands of faithful have attended the outdoor ceremony as the sun slowly broke through the morning fog. Pope Francis delivered the eulogy, looking down upon the late pontiff's coffin. Gracious Father, we commend to your mercy Pope Emeritus Benedict, whom you made successor of Peter and shepherd of the Church, a fearless preacher of your word and a faithful minister of the divine mysteries. And in cricket, Australia is 4 for 475, entering the third day of the third test against South Africa in Sydney. Star batsman Usman Khawaja has celebrated the one-year anniversary of his return to the test team with his fifth century in 12 months. Khawaja was on the verge of his first test double century when rain stopped play on day two. He's unbeaten on 195. The Australians are eyeing a 3-0 test series victory over the South Africans and the chance to get a spot in the World Test Championship final in June. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Sunil Awasti.